this morning we're going to read in Job 1 verses 7 through 12 and my title for today is God ever wealthy <clears throat> Job chapter 1 verses 7 through 12 it reads and the Lord said unto Satan, Whence come, comest thou? And then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And Satan, and the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and upright man, one that fears God and serves evil. And then Satan answered the Lord and said, Doth Job fear God for naught? For naught? Hast not thou made an hedge about him and about his house and about all that he hath on every side? Thou hast blessed the work of his hands and his hand and his substance and increase in, this, in the land but put forth thou for, but put forth thine hand now and touch all that he hath and he will curse thee to thy face and the Lord said unto Satan behold all that he hath is in thy power only upon himself put forth thy hand so Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. <clears throat> now Job was a wealthy man. Um, he had a lot of uh, he had a lot of flocks. Uh, he had a, a large family. You know, today you know we we put wealthy before God. Um, you can have the, the nicest things in the world, but you can't take it with you when you let, when you go. Um, you know that's one thing that uh, a lot of people look at. You know, yeah, I got this, I got that, <clears throat> but if you don't have the Lord, you don't have anything. Um, there's a few things I've written down. Um, I'll read those to you. It said that Job is a wealthy man living in a land called Uts with his large family and expensive flock. He is a blameless and upright, always careful to doing careful to avoid doing evil. Satan challenged God that is giving permission to punish the man, Job would turn and curse God. <clears throat> See, Satan, he, you know, he tempt, and we got a temptation we got with Satan. Um, Satan will come to you and we'll, he'll make you curse God. Um, it don't matter what you do. Um, it's either by living in evil or having wealthy ever God. Um, 
God explains to Job that to us more mortals, sometimes there are no words that he can make sense of the unhappiness that we endure. God finds such easy answers. You know, we can go to God and he can make, we pray to him if we're unhappy. If you're not living by God, he can give you the right answers. <clears throat> God responds, response serves to all messages that Job like evenly like every other human being. Um, you know, Satan came to uh, Satan and he tried to get Job to, to curse God. Um, by, jo <clears throat> by Job staying silent before God, stressed the point that he understood that his affliction in God will even though is aspires that not knowing why Job appears faithful without direct knowledge of God and without demands for special intentions from God. Um, you know, if we stay faithful to the Lord, He's going to bless us with everything we have. Um, you know, we may not have everything we want you know we we work hard for it I mean, you can't take it with you when you go um you know that's the biggest thing you know I, I look at you know yeah I work hard I you know provide for my family um you know you can have the nicest truck or the nicest house but um, you know, we got to stay faithful with the Lord, and we stay faithful for the Lord. God will bless us for what we have. But um, it was all short and sweet this morning. I didn't have much to say. But um, I hope y'all take it and understand understand what I'm saying. interesting what Chris spoke on because we hadn't talked about what we're going to speak on <laughs> and I pretty much told mine like a question what is living by faith I mean this is something I've been trying to figure out for the past couple months and what is living by faith and living by faith it's not a self, it's a selfless act. And it's hard for us to do that because we're already selfish from birth. Because whatever we do, we want to put I in it. When I need to do it. How I need to do it. Where. What. And the thing we get off of is when is God going to do it. Um, 
you can look back in the Bible, and even the disciples had a hard time living by faith. Um, even though that they started out from the beginning when he called them to be disciples, they had strong faith because they dropped everything they were doing and went with him. But you can look into Matthew 14, verses 28-31. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, Come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. And began, and beginning to sink, he cried out, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, O you of little faith, why do you doubt? He started sinking because he took his eyes off of, off of the Lord. When he looked around and saw that the wind was blowing and the storm was rising, he got scared. That's what we do in life. When we're not looking at the Lord and let Him lead us, we come aware to everything else going around us. That is a struggle with me. I, I get scared in life a lot. Because to find out what I need to do, where I need to go, and it's hard. A good example of people with a strong faith would be Abraham. Hebrews 11, 8, 9. By faith Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith he dwelt in the land of promise, as in a foreign country dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, and heirs with him by the same promise. I mean, he picked up and went out to a place where he didn't know where it was. He didn't know what was going to be in it and what was going to happen. But his faith was strong enough that he knew that the Lord would take care of him no matter what. And that's, to me, that is something that we all need. No matter from day to day, we need to have a faith like Abraham where when God calls us to go somewhere or do something, we will not hesitate to do it. He didn't hesitate to pick up his family and leave. Um, right, a verse down in 11, um, by faith, he's talking about his wife Sarah, by faith Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed and was born a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithfully, faithful who had promised. She was beyond age to conceive, but her faith was so strong that she could, she did. Um, another example 
is Rahab. She took in men that were being chased and were going to be murdered. She knew that they were men of the Lord. She knew she took them in. Her family would also be murdered. But her faith was strong enough to believe that they were men of the Lord and, and, and to believe in the Lord that she saved her family. Um, and turn to Luke 22, 31 to 34. talking about Simon. The Lord's talking to him. He says, And the Lord says, Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. But he said to him, Lord, I am ready to go with you both to prison and to death. And you go back to 32 and it says, I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. To know that the Lord prays for you that your faith would fail is a really strong thing. Because He wants your faith in Him to be more than whatever is here on earth. If you go to Luke 2257, talks about when Simon denied the Lord but he denied him saying woman I do not know him and after a little while another saw him and said you are also of them but Peter said man I am not then after about an hour he had passed another confidentially affirmed saying surely this fellow also was with him and for he is a Galilean but Peter said Man, I do not know what you are saying. Immediately while he was still speaking, the rooster crowed. If you look back over into Luke 22, 31, 34, the Lord mentions that he would deny him three times when the rooster crowed. During that time, Peter shows that he was going that he was just like everybody else. His faith was up and down. And that he he lost his faith at some point. We go to John 21. And this is after the crucifixion of Christ. And after he rose and come back to the disciples it'd be 15 through 17 chapter 21 so when they had eaten and break fast Jesus said to Simon Peter Simon son of Jonah do you love me more than these 
He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. He said to him again a second time, Simon of Jacob, Jonah, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him a third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. The Lord asked Peter three times if he loved me because he denied him three times. The reason why he asked him three times was so he could pull out the doubt by the roots. Which doubt kills your faith. It's like fear. If we doubt ourselves and doubt what the Lord is going to do in our lives, then we are not going to have the faith that we need to have in Him. Psalms 46. says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we'll, we will not fear, even though the earth be removed and all, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling. Selah. There is a river whose streams shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her, she shall not be moved. God shall help her just at the break of dawn. The nations raged, the kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice, the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. So long. Come behold the works of the Lord, who has made desolations in the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. Go back to the verse 10. It says, Be still and know that I am God. When we are trying to figure out our own lives and everything, we do not hear the Lord. But if we be still and have faith, the Lord will show us His plans for us. That is a hard thing to do. To be still and not worry about what is going to happen in your life. You have a tendency to worry about tomorrow or the next week or the week after that. And 
Tomorrow is not even promised. I've been reading in the New Testament, and I was reading Matthew 6. And at the time, I had a lot on me. I didn't know what I was going to do in my life, where I was going to go. And I was reading, and this, it just hit me like a wall. Matthew 6, verse 25, going to be through 34. It says, the Lord speaking, it says, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body. What you will put on is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing. Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. You are not of more value than they. Which of you by, which of you by warring can add one cubit to his, to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field. How they grow, they neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the own, will he not much more clothe you, O ye little faith? Therefore do you not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink? But what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek, for you heavenly Father, Father knows that, for your heavenly Father knows that you need all things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all things shall be added unto you. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, nor tomorrow will worry about his own things, sufficient for the day of his own trouble. When I read that, I didn't know what to think. Because if the Lord would take care of a burden flight, then why wouldn't He take care of something He made in His own image? me we gotta have faith that the Lord will provide everything we need as he provides for all the animals and creation he made he put us, he put Adam over creation to name it and everything. And I think about if he put 
Adam over it, then he has a little bit greater value for us. So he wants us to succeed. And I would say in this life, as long as we put him first. Um, that went a little faster than I thought it was going to take. But uh, that's what's been on my heart and mind for the past month or more. And um, Jonathan asked me to speak. Um, I knew that this is what it was going to be about. But, uh, Thanks for y'all's attention today.